Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week I review 1997's The Relic. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm back here again with uh, Sean and my wife. You are smack dab in the middle of horror month. Okay, say hello to the people. Hello. Okay, <laughs> we're going to be reviewing uh, 1997's The Relic. But before we get to that, we got to do things I watched this week. Um, finally got around to watching The Boys. <laughs> you know, it's a show that I've been trying to watch for a while now. Uh, I want to say that the boys came out, but like the first season came out like a year ago. I'm not sure, but been watching so much. We've been watching so much stuff. I haven't gotten around to watching it. Plus, I never, I didn't have like Amazon, you know, <laughs> I didn't have Amazon. So I um, trying to figure out because like everybody's because everybody's talking about the season two finale. But season two happened. And I'm like, dude, before I watch season two, I gotta watch season one. So I watch see I'm watching season one of the boys right now. Um it's getting um just just getting into it. Just pretty much getting into it. I haven't watched it all yet. Um I got I'm basically on only on the first episode. <laughs> I'm gonna watch more. Most likely uh, tonight, I'm gonna watch more of the boys because it's, it's kind of intriguing. It's intriguing to me, the boys. Um, just this like uh, and it's something it, like it's this is thing like it's intrig it's a show that's intriguing to me, but it's kind of a thing of the deconstructing of superheroes. It's kind of it's something that Watchmen did in the eighties. Hmm. You know, you want to say like it's something that it's something that the Watchmen did in the '80s, right? You know, and I'm kind of like, dude, you guys are kind of too late with the deconstruction of the superhero. Well, because we only saw the first episode, right? Yeah, we've only seen the first episode. All right. Well, I just want to go through it first and, through and it. like make my decision there. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like the deconstruction of the superhero like thing. It's like a thing now. Mm-hmm. You know, where like everybody wants to deconstruct superheroes. Everybody wants to uh, focus on villains. You know, mm-hmm. like the Joker. Joker made like fucking a billion dollars last year. You know, and got Academy Awards and all this stuff. It's like. Everybody wants to do that. You know, everybody wants to deconstruct villains, deconstruct superheroes. They want to make superheroes the villains and villains the heroes, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing. Right. And it's like, I want to say, I want to say it started with the MCU. I think people are like getting like kind of tired of the MCU. I think that's, I think it's a backlash of that, mm-hmm. you know, where the superheroes are like because the superheroes in the MCU are very bright and very colorful even though they have their they have their issues too they always get over them and come up get, uh, overcome their 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 demons and save the day you know like type of shit right and I think a lot of people are getting a bit tired of that 
Uh-oh. You know, I want to, like... I've heard a lot of people say that Endgame is like the end and end with the MCU. Heard a lot of pe- I've heard a lot of people say that. They're like, after Endgame, I'm done with the MCU. Right. So how how are they going to come back from that if we just end it with Endgame? Well, like, I mean, obviously they're not ending it. There, there's more movies coming, you know? So, <laughs> so it looks like they're doing, like, DC and um, Marvel are going into, like, multiverses, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they just announced that Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3 mm-hmm. and they're most likely going to try to do the multiverse stuff there you know right. <laughs> with Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange has a movie coming out called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness Yeah. so like he's going to be dealing with that there and it's got kind of a hint that maybe uh, Scarlet Witch might be doing that type of stuff too with WandaVision mm-hmm. you know we got like the trailer for that like a couple weeks ago you know, so like they might be doing that there. That might be the start of it, and then they go into Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. where he's where he's messing with the multiverses because Scarlet Witch is gonna be in that, and like where like they're messing with the multiverse and stuff like that. And then he goes into Spider Man Three, where um where um they're gonna be probably messing with the Spider Verse there. You know, because <laughs> you know Sony Sony wants that Spider Verse. You know, they even put Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is going to be the next Spider-Man playing Electro again. Mm. Yeah, he, like he's playing Electro again. And uh, and there's been like, there's been like rumors saying like maybe Tobey Maguire Spider-Man might show up. <laughs> right, because it's a different universe. Yeah, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man might show up. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man might show up. You know, because they're using... Jamie Foxx uh, from his uh, universe, you know. So, <laughs> like, so like, just saying that maybe even Venom might show up, you know. Like the more, uh, they, like Sony really wants the Spider Verse. Mm. They really want this shit, and it's kind of like they're piggybacking off the MCU to get this shit. Mm-mm. You know, it's what they're, it's what they're doing. Do you think it's gonna be good or bad? I think it's gonna be bad because they're trying too hard. Mm. I think it's gonna be bad because it's trying too hard, and I don't know about Spider-Man Three. I really don't know, like, cause they 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 dumping all this shit on it, you know? Cause Spider-Man, cause uh, Spider-Man Far From Home ended with such a great cliffhanger, mm-hmm. you know, it ended with such a great cliffhanger, and I don't want it. I don't want it to get ruined. Right. Because everybody was like, because everybody was thinking about shit. Like, there was like, oh, Spider-Man 3. They might they might throw the Punisher in there. Because he might be hunting Spider-Man. Because he killed somebody or some shit. And they're like, they're not talking about, like, he, they might put Daredevil in there. Because he might need a lawyer. And he might deal with Matt Murdock. You know, like, so if Matt Murdock's in there, they might put Daredevil in there. So, uh, That's like, not like a better idea. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Oh, you should listen to your fans. <laughs> yeah, listen to the fans. It was like, yeah, man. It was like they want to see because they want to see like like run from the Punisher. A lot of people talk about Craven the Hunter, right? You know, like they might throw Craven the Hunter in there. It was like I was like I was like that. I was like I like that Spider Man movie, right? I don't know what the fuck they doing now. And I don't like Doctor Strange. I know you love Doctor Strange. I do. Doctor Strange is like one of your favorite. uh characters in the mcu but uh you know but uh, i know that's one of your favorites but uh 
Yeah, man, but throwing him in this movie and it doesn't make any sense. I know they had interaction in Infinity War. Right. You know, like, they did have interaction in Infinity War, but, you know, it's... I just feel like it's being crowbarred in because that's what Sony wanted. So Sony might screw up, you know, the MCU. I don't think they're going to screw up the MCU. I think they're just going to screw up Spider-Man's part of the MCU. You know, <laughs> I just think that. I mean, they're all connected, so it might it might affect others too. Who knows? Because like they're doing the multiverse stuff. Uh, they're doing Kang the Conqueror, I believe. Uh, I still don't know if this is true because uh, the guy that from uh, Lovecraft Country, mm-hmm. uh, the main he plays the main character. His name, the actor's name is Jonathan Majors. He actually, uh, they're saying that he got cast as Kang the Conqueror. Who's like a, he's like a, he's like a guy from like the 24th century or some shit. Mm-hmm. And like, he just goes through time and changes shit is what he does. It's like, that's something that he does. So Marvel, Marvel and DC at this time, like they're both doing multiverse shit. Cause the flash movie up for DC is going to be all about multiverses. You know, like, so, I think I'd be okay with that. You'd be okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Flash movie coming out, that's all about, about him like messing with the multiverse. Right. Like in Flashpoint. In Flash, if you ever read Flashpoint or ever seen the Flashpoint uh, animated movie that they made, which I love. I love that movie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, I think they're, they're going to be doing that because like I think it's going to be based off of Flashpoint where like he's trying to stop his mom from being murdered. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I talking about, and then yeah. when he goes back in time, yeah, and he saves his mom from getting killed, he wound up changing the yeah. universe. The universe, yeah. And that's where you uh you get to discover that um uh Wonder Woman becomes evil. No, like, wait, she's wait, having wait. an affair with Aquaman. Oh, yeah, she's having an affair with Aquaman, and then she winds up killing yeah, Aquaman's right. wife. Yeah, yeah, Mira. Yeah. Are they gonna make that? This looks like they are. Like that's what they're. That's what they're. Fit, that's what they're basing it off of. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I would, I would like to see that. You like to see that in the big screen. Yeah, live action. I would too. I was like, I, I, I want to see a live action Flashpoint movie because the Flashpoint movie is. I mean, the Flashpoint story is very intriguing. You know, that'd be cool. But like, it looks like they're doing that. But anyway, the boys. I like the first episode. You know, they they. It, they go real far with this deconstructing superhero shit, though. You know, like it's like the big thing. Like I'm just talking about, like that's just the big thing, you know. Because even like there's like a bunch of goddamn fucking pervert superheroes, you know. Like you saw it, you know. Like, goddamn perverts and shit, you know. But and then I found out Garth. I found out that Garth Ennis made this shit, and I was like, oh. I'm not surprised, you know, so <laughs> this is the shit he makes, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, I got, we gotta check out more boys, I'll probably come back here with, like, a fucking recap of what I think of, like, the whole show, I'm like, I'm only, like, one episode in, I gotta watch the rest of it, so look out for that in the future, um, gonna take a break, we'll be right back with the review of The Relic, talk to you guys later. Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. 
1997's The Relic. Let's get into the review. Uh, I like to start off the review of how I saw the movie uh, first. Um, Jonna, Shauna, if you want to say yours, because mine is a little weird, you can say yours first. I had the movie, and I watched it a lot of times at home. You just had the movie? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cassette, VCR. Oh, VCR, yes. <laughs> there was a thing called VCR cassettes, children. Uh, kids don't watch my fucking show, so <laughs> like, I don't even know why I do that. <laughs> like, I watch my demographic. I see my demographic. My demographic was like 28 and up, so, like, right. you know, so like, nobody fucking under 25 is watching my fucking, listening to this fucking podcast. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so you had it on VCR. Um, yeah, I watched a lot of times. I actually like, I actually like the relic still now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the way I saw it, I saw it at the barber shop. The barber shop? Yeah, I saw it at the barber shop. <laughs> That's how I saw the relic. I was sitting there. I, I don't know who probably did. I think it was my dad. Yeah. Because like usually it's my dad brings me to the barber. Used to bring me to the barber shop because he wanted to get his hair cut. Yeah. Too so like he was just like we just both get our haircuts, our hair our haircut, and um, I saw the uh, and I had a female barber. Oh okay. I had a female barber. Her name was Phyllis. Hi Phyllis. <laughs> what what are you talking? I don't know. She might watch like oh I know that guy. He yeah. used to cut his hair. Yeah, she used to cut my hair. It was, I had a female barber. Shout out to Phyllis. Shout out to Phyllis, and she didn't her. She didn't have a dick to put on my shoulder. You know? so, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, you know, because ever since, because ever since I, she uh, has those boobs though in your face. Yeah, yeah. Because that's like you know when women do other women's hair, that's what be all in their faces, their boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what that's what. Get I, to smell their perfume. <laughs> yeah. But, so that goes both ways. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, but, like, when you get a male barber, like, his junk's all up on your fucking shoulder and shit, you know? And he's like, let me get that for you, playboy. Let me get that. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to get this line up, playboy. But, uh, anyway... It's just sack right on the shoulder. Just right on the goddamn shoulder. I hate that shit. Right. But, anyway, yeah, I saw this movie at the barber shop. <laughs> that's how I saw it. And that's the only time I saw it. Right. I never went back to it. Right. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the movie. This movie, uh, this movie is based on a novel. Yeah. By Douglas Preston. And Child. And Child. Yes, yeah, two two authors. There's an author named Child. Yeah, last name L. Child. I don't know if it's Lender Child, Linda Child, or something. So I just say L. Child. L. Child. Yeah, because I don't know the first name, but yeah, it's no. two it's two authors. Oh well, all I got was Douglas Preston when I did my research. But um, the movie is directed by Peter Hems, which you're gonna like this. He's directed movies like Hey Time Cop. Time Cop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Directed Time Cop. Sudden Time Cop. Sudden Death. End of Days, and a movie I like called Running Scared with uh Gregor yeah. with Gregor Hines and uh Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. This is another movie I got to review. I love that movie. I love Running Scared. <laughs> One of my favorite movies. Uh, movie stars uh Pe- Penelope Ann Miller as Doctor Margot Green mm-hmm. and Tom Sizemore as Lieutenant Vincent D'Agusta. Lieutenant Vincent D'Agusta. 
Uh, when it comes to time size more, I will try to stay away from his personal life. <laughs> because good God, what a fall from grace. <laughs> I'm not even talking about his acting career. I'm talking about his fucking life. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh boy. I, he's got a lot of shit on him. Oh man. He's got a lot of just disgusting shit on him. Was he on Celebrity re- uh, Rehab? Yes, he was on the Celebrity Rehab. That's just sum it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's done a lot, lot worse. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, <laughs> to me, just going into this movie, like there wasn't any more like really you should know like production stuff, right? In this movie, it was just, it was just you know in your face. Yeah, it wasn't. It was, uh, I mean, since it was well written by a, you know, a novel, a best-selling novel in 1994, it pretty much was, it is what it is, you know? To me, like, this movie was, the movie was, like, pretty, like, just paint by numbers to me. It's probably what it is, yeah. Yeah, it's just, just real, it's like everybody, to me, like, it felt like everybody was going through the motions in this movie. Right. Felt like the actors were going through the motions in this movie. Felt like the director was just going through the motions. Just everybody is just like everybody's going through the motions. Uh, the first half of the movie feels kind of like a psychological thriller. Yeah. You know, it feels kind of like a psychological thriller where you got like this cop who's just like trying to find out who's committing these murders in this museum. You mm-hmm. know. Like, people are ending up dead in the museum, and you gotta find out why, you know, so... Right. Who's doing this? But then, like, and then, like, the second half of the movie turns into a creature film. Right. And a lot, it, like, that's where, you, like, you get into a lot of the creature film, like, cliches. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's in the dark, and, like, you, the monster's lurking, and right. shit like that, and people getting killed. Uh, They really do, I gotta say, like, they really do... A great job of keeping this creature hidden right you know like they do a really good job because they do too good of a job of keep keeping this creature hidden to the point where he kills somebody uh <laughs> he kills somebody mm-hmm. and doesn't kill again for at least another 45 minutes yeah at least another 45 minutes it's like he kills somebody and then like you don't see him Mm-hmm. Or see him kill again for at least another forty-five minutes. Right. It like that's how the, the creatures in this movie very little. Mm-hmm. You're like, there's not. I'm because like looking at this movie, I'm like, there's not a lot of creature in this movie. So you think it should have been more creature? I think there should have been more creature. I think it was perfect just the way it was. You think it was perfect? Yeah. Okay. I think I think it was perfect. I mean, you know. I think I, I think what you're sensing is like because it took like four people to write the script. Oh and, yeah, I know, forgot about that. It so, was like four so people writing the script. Much, you're pretty much examining different stories uh-huh. of what uh, uh, four uh, four writers have put their parts on it, and, and I think it's what it is. Because first is this, and then it switches to that, and then it's like a side discovery <laughs> scene and it's like it's like so basically because it is like separated in four parts so you think it's because there was like four writers yeah which i don't even think uh all four of these that people probably didn't blend well i don't think all four of these people collaborated you know because 
I really think it was like two people wrote the script. Mm-hmm. I think I was telling you this last night because mm-hmm. I was because I was freaking out. I'm like four people wrote this script. And I think it was four people. I think two people wrote a script, mm-hmm. and it was like I don't like this. This is trash. Mm-hmm. Those people still got paid and got credit, right. and then they brought like two other people in to punch up to do like rewrites. I guess like go after them and patch things up and see how things connected. Right. Yeah. Because like a lot of because like the kills in this movie are like, like the kills in this movie are like just too far 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 in between, man. A few far in between, you know. Because like it's just like, because like they killed the security guard. Mm-hmm. He killed the security guard. Mm-hmm. Security guard's dead, and you don't see somebody else get killed for at least a long time. Right. You know it's like, it's like are you gonna, are you gonna show me more monster? Where's the monster at? You know. <laughs> you know? Right. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. I was okay with it. You were okay. I was okay because it, um, it, it's like a, what you would say, it's more like a, it's like a, a detective kind of film, a film because you have Lieutenant, you know, Vincent, and he's, first he discovers that there is a wandering ship mm-hmm. that just, you know, landed and like land, you know, like like Lake Michigan, mm-hmm. whatever. And they're like, well, there's no crewmen in on the ship. There's no crew in the ship. Like you, like you have a missing crew. So they're like, oh my god, I got all the shipment. There, there's blood everywhere. Where's the crew? And then it goes to the bottom of the ship, and they see like the rest of okay, there go the crew. Like right, everybody's head is you know decapitated brains floating everything like that yeah which i think is like that's the monster's mo right he was just like just taking people's heads yes yeah he's taking people's head and he eats the bottom of their brain where it actually um it regulates your temperature you know what i'm saying like the part of the brain that regulates your temperature and that's what the that's what you know he needs Mm-hmm. In order to stay alive, right? Because if he doesn't stay, if he doesn't eat that, he just freezes to death, right? And stuff like that, right? It's kind of like a lizard, cause cause it is because he is considered what you say a mutated lizard, yeah. Cause like you know the lizard gets too cold, it freezes, right? So that's what he needed in order to you know right stay alive or stay warm, or regulate his uh, temperature. So so. The part that I didn't get was how did the shipment go to the museum? You know what I'm saying? Oh, because, yeah, because it killed everybody. Yeah, cause it, cause, because they went to Lake Michigan, the shipment right. was wondering, and it's under investigation. Yeah. So how did Dr. I'm... Whitney's shipment go to the museum? Which, oh, yeah. which is actually, you know, it's like, like it's actually... It's like a museum of the national history in Chicago, whatever. Yeah. So is it an actual? Is it pretty? Is it, it is an actual is, museum is. in New I Chicago? Think, I think there is. Right. One in Chicago. So they said it was going to film in New York, and then there was like you know at that time New York was bad, so they had to take yeah. it to Chicago. Yeah. Which I'm like, is that any different? You know what I mean? But yeah, anyway. Chicago's not that. But much better. But they decided to uh, use no the, offense to Chicago. Yeah, they decided to use the uh, don't kill me the museum mm-hmm. in Chicago whatever so the shipment's under investigation mm-hmm. and most likely no shipments have went anywhere right so the question is okay how did the shipment 
go to the museum. How did it get there? Yeah, yeah. how did it get there? Right? Yeah. Because Dr. Green, Margot Green, yeah. was like, well, here we go, Whitney Shipman. Whitney, Dr. Whitney Shipman arrived. That's right. Right. It arrived and he got all this leaves and oh, yeah. shit. No, 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 no. They explained that. How did they explain that? Because the, 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 the doctor in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? I think it was like Dr. Frock or something like that. The, yeah. the doctor, the older doctor in the wheelchair. Yes. He explained it. I think he said that they shifted by air. They shifted by air? No, no, no. He assumed. That's what he assumed. He, that's what he assumed. Everything I, came on the ship. I could have swore he, I could have swore he said, oh, they shifted by air. So you would think about, okay, so if everything came on the ship mm-hmm. and the ship is under investigation, because it's a plot hole. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Like, if everything came on the ship and nothing was, nothing wasn't fluent, like you know, nothing didn't fly there. Right? Yeah. It wasn't no air air shipment. The situation is, okay, how did it get there? Okay. And how did Vincent? How did you know Lieutenant Vincent find his way into the museum? But the situation is, he never knew anything about the museum. Yeah, there was no connection between the museum. No, the because shipment. the murder happened in the museum. Yeah, so the murder took him there. Yeah. And still there was no connection. There was no connection between the ship to the museum. Mm-hmm. It was just because the murder happened. Yeah. Right? Right. So the situation is, that's a plot hole. How did the shipment get there if the shit was under investigation by murder? Huh. So, another thing, they was asking questions. They were like, right. well, okay, Dr. Whitney... Uh, who was this guy? He's oh, he's an anthropologist. He went to South America okay. to study, you know. Yeah, because that's how all this trimens. stuff started. Yeah. Right. And um, and he's like, okay, well, you know, he come back. And he's like, well, this is stuff came, but not him. So when you go, when Lieutenant, Lieutenant Vincent goes to his office, he sees a broken mirror. Right. So that's me. He shipped the shit over there himself uh, as himself. Right. So he carried that shit mm. to the museum. Yeah. By himself. It's because, still a plot hole, but that's just something. Yeah, because spoiler alert, we find out that the uh, we find out that the the creature is a mutated version of a doctor named Doctor John Whitney. Right, because yeah. when they when they look into the shipment, they see mm-hmm. that there is fungi. It looks like fish eggs. So yeah. it's fish eggs, fungi on top of the leaves. That's what the uh, tribemans and uh, which is pretty much Amazon rainforest. Pretty much, yeah. you know, it's pretty much is what it is. But that's right. where that's where it was set at, and they fed, you know, Doctor Whitney, yeah, the soup. Yeah. Whatever. And then he just started hallucinating, was tripping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. He was like, okay, it's time to go back to the States. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that was about it. Right. So, and then everybody else just died and the shipment didn't go where it needs to go except yeah. for his shipment. Then, um... Because he killed everybody on the right, ship. Right, because he killed everybody on the ship. Everything starts connecting, yeah. right? And then they have, like, the statue, mm-hmm. right? So, so during the whole time... When there, uh, when there's a lady, uh, I think she's like a forensic anthropologist or something. Yeah. And she's like gluing the pieces of the statue together. Right. And then you get to see what the statue looks like, and that's exactly what the monster looks like. It's right. Just like the statue. Right. And stuff like that. So I, I do kind of like it because uh, it does, it does connect. 
mm-hmm. you know it it does uh like it's like a like i said i, I like it I, I just like the movie i like the science part of it you know the anth- anthropologist part of it the biology part of it mm-hmm. where she's explaining that the the fungi has like multiple animal genes into it and it actually alter your dna mm-hmm. and it makes you change to certain things so they had like a beetle you know right. they had like a tank of beetles and they eat the flush yeah. out of anything right right and someone left the tank open and, and one, one of the, the beetles, beetles got out yeah got out and went into the leaves right and ate the fungi and then it got it mutated it got huge it got big yeah. you know what i mean and it like ran out of the box and she killed it with the you know like a book and stuff yeah and she yeah, tested yeah. it and she's like oh my god it was one of the beetles that we have and so she was like she was saying that she discovered that you know once you eat the fungi it changes changes you, you. right right so but yeah but yeah then like you look at this like from like the biology bad point but the, the, the... i love it i love it all i love i love the horror part of it mm-hmm. i love the science part of it um well, i actually i like i actually like the action part of it because you get to see um you get to see like as you describe different parts of the dna that uh that the fungi has is and that alters your dna you get to see the monster perform each of those DNA, like they said, it was part tiger, part lizard, all this other shit, yeah, spider like and all stuff. Types of shit. And then it started doing everything that what the animal does and stuff. Like it was able to climb on the wall. It was able, yeah. it was able to do all that stuff, whatever. Yeah. So, but the way I see it, I was like, I'm sorry, but like it's not. It was it was not my favorite. Yeah. movie that I've seen <laughs> because <it. laughs> there's a lot of things in here it was like like I said talk go back to the kills the kills were like few and far between mm-hmm. and there's a lot of them you didn't get to see all the way because the lighting sucked yeah that's I did have a problem with the lighting this it was is too dark bad lighting you couldn't even really see the creature all that much you couldn't really see the people yeah you couldn't see anything because like the lighting in this movie is terrible yeah you know, which is a problem, you know, to not see the monster mm-hmm. is a, a problem because this monster was designed and created by one of the greatest creature makers of all time, mm-hmm. uh, Stan Winston, like Stan Winston, every like creature from the 70s, 80s and 90s that you've ever seen monster horror icon he made. Mm-hmm. You know, Jason. Uh, he made the he made the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did uh, all the things. He did all the little monsters in the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything. Every uh, the aliens, mm-hmm. the xenomorphs and the aliens. He he made those. Right. Um, everything that is a creature. He he pretty much came up with. Do you think? Do you think, okay, because the time when I had the movie with the cassette, I was mm-hmm. able to see it real good. Could it be the fact that maybe the film had aged? Because it can happen. I know, because like I saw it in the, where I remember seeing it in the barbershop <laughs> where I saw it. Uh, and it was still too dark. It was still too dark. It was still too dark. And what about. And I saw it like when it, I saw it like maybe like a year after it came out. Do you think 
that it was meant to be, you know, mysterious where you're able to see glimpse of the creature every now and then because because even when he stood it stood hidden like no because like even when you saw it all the way you know even when like they finally revealed what this thing looked like you could barely see it it was up on close it was up the only time you ever really saw it up close when the thing was like licking dr greed's breast that was about (laughs) it that was the only thing you (laughs) ever saw that was weird Cause, because he's still a man at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, you, like, you see a nice pair of titties. You're like, damn. You're like, <laughs> you I want to eat you. You see a nice pair of titties. You haven't seen it for a while. You're a monster. You're a creature. You can't be around on women. I mean, I'm just You're saying. Like, damn, look at them titties. She did have some <laughs> nice breasts. <laughs> yes, yeah. She They, they were sweaty, too, because she was running, too. Right. So uh, she had them Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic World titties. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, I, I, I really... This movie, I think, I, I think it was meant purposely not to see the thing like that. This movie was, I'm sorry, like this movie did have great jump scares though. It did, it really did, because even you jumped a couple. I of times. jumped a couple of times. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, like this movie did have great jump scares. Yeah, but it was like, but it's not enough for me. It's you not know? enough. For it's you. not enough. You're a hard critic. <laughs> yeah, because like I'm like this movie's just very middle ground to me. Mm-hmm. It was like very like non-offensive. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I guess if you like it, you like it. I I just thought it was very middle ground. I didn't think it was a bad movie. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. But I didn't think it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you ready to give scores? Yeah. What's the score between, what, one? Three? One through five. I give it a five. Give it a five? I give it a two. What? I give it a two. It's very, very middle of the road to me. Like, why? Huh? <laughs> I'm like, why? Why? I just told you why. I still want to know why. I just told you why. Was it because of the bat lighting and you didn't see the monsters a lot and you didn't see a lot of killings? Kills. Yes, and like the acting was just very dull to me too. But I was thinking maybe because they needed it because they had a good storyline. They had a good plot. I didn't think it was a good plot you either. You didn't think it was a good plot? I it's didn't. based off the base, the best-selling novel movie. Like, like there's novel a lot of book. novels. There's a lot of novels that aren't good. But it's best-selling from 1995. It could be best-selling, but it could be <laughs> best-selling, but it don't have to be good. But anyway, yeah, I give it a two out of five. Okay. Okay. You picked this movie. I know. I guess. I guess is why I was like, because I picked this. You tried to defend the movie you picked. Yeah, I tried to defend the movie I picked. <laughs> Well, I get to pick the movie uh, next week, mm-hmm. uh, and I pick I pick the craft. That's, I mean, it's a good movie, but I don't think it's a. But it, it, hey, hey, it's not a scary movie. Hey, it's about witches. It counts. Okay, I was thinking we're watching the, we're watching the craft next week. Okay, okay, so that's it. See you guys later. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye.